<laughs> ah, yes, I'm so happy everybody could come. I'm so happy everybody showed up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yeah, I see you right there. Yeah, I see you in the back. Yo, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome back to my corner internet. I would like to call therapy for the lazy. I go by the name of Elijah Quinn. And welcome. So get your blunts, get your drinks, and all that good shit because we're about to have a hell of an episode. So cue the hypation of this situation. That's my word. Get up in their face. Talk your shit. That's your best track, nigga. These niggas just want to have their fucking mouth, man. Follow protocol, blood. Get in their fucking chest. Yo. So once again, my begging ass is back, and I need a favor or two. Like I always say, it's not optional, but I'm not holding a fucking gun in your head. So do as you please. But I would like for you to go and follow my personal Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Quinn one underscore. And or also, you can go and follow the podcast at Therapy for the Lazy. No underscores on Instagram and for Twitter, like I always say, for the lazy bitches in the back or the broke bitches in the back or the dumb bitches in the back. No offense, no shade, all tea. You're going to replace that word F-O-R with the number four, the lazy, no underscores on Twitter. So do that and tell your father to tell his boy to tell his girl to listen to my podcast also while you're relaying that message for me make sure that you tell them that they can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher breaker overcast and pocket cast so pick your poison do what you got to do figure out something that fits your budget and make sure you follow on spotify subscribe rate and comment on apple Podcasts to really give me your feedback so i can really know how you feel about what's going on in this episode yeah, they throwing shit out the windows. Oh my god, they get out. Let's get into the shits because stuff is getting real hectic out here in these streets. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another fucking week of therapy for the lazy. My name is Elijah Quinn, but you already know that. You already heard all that. What's guy? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm hungover as fuck. Honestly, truly. Um, to be honest. You know, hot boy, you know, this hot boy summer, you know, city boy summer, all this hot girl shit and all these antics driving about, you know, that was supposed to be canceled for me this for the rest of the summer. Like I was done. It was no more for me. I was canceling it. But I was preoccupied yesterday. I, my niece had a baby shower and I attended the baby shower and I got really fucking drunk and I was on the ones and twos. And when I just know, like, once you give me a mic, I start to feel like this is my show at this point. So, I have to obtain a certain level of entertainment for the guest that has attended the function. So, you know, I was being a lot. I was drunk with a mic yesterday. And it was fun. You know, I had a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. Shout out to Taji and baby number two. Yeah. Hopefully, I get another nephew. So, yeah. Um, Hey. So, before we really jump into, like, you know how I usually, like, jump in to... um. The podcast and I just jump into like my feelings and my dating life and all that other shit. But you know, I realized that like that really ain't got like a lot of longevity to it. Simply for the simple fact that I'm actually trying to date. So it's like if I keep dating and I just jump with here and I start really just just every week just doing that. Um I mean I don't give a fuck. But like the person I'm dating they might care. Even though I shouldn't date no one that really gives a fuck about that. But that's still all in the process of like figuring that shit out. Because I don't know how that's going to actually work with me doing my job. Because I consider this to be my job. Even though it is a hobby and I'm not getting paid for it. It is my job because I treat it as if. As such. So yeah. I don't know on that run. But before we get into that. 
I want to do something different. I use CoStar. A lot of people talk about CoStar as trash. I said this on a few episodes, last two episodes, I believe. But CoStar is lit to me. Like, I like CoStar. And simply because, well, CoStar and Eternal Sunshine. CoStar is a whole astrology app. Eternal Sunshine is like, I don't know, like meditation and like um, affirmations and shit like that. So, yeah, I use both. And, um, you know, they both have, like, this push notification where they send you, like, affirmations, prayers, you know, little pick-me-ups or pull-you-downs or pull-you-throughs for the day. And, you know, they give you one every day. So, I haven't been deleting. I haven't been clearing that part of my notifications. I've just been keeping them. And at the end of the week, when it's time to record, I'm deciding going to pick from that, which one I really felt like that I took with me that week and that I really stuck with that I feel like I'm going to talk about on a podcast that I'm a podcast and I'm willing to share and talk about. Right? Yeah. Cool. Boom. Let's go. So, the first one that I got earlier this week was try not to censor yourself. And... I realize that I do that a lot. Like, I try to, like, go around things and not come off sometimes. Sometimes. Very, that's a very capital heart sometimes. Because, as you can tell by listening to this podcast, I really don't censor myself. I don't really give a fuck if I have to, like, that's why I'm not on YouTube that much. Because YouTube requires you to censor yourself. Your channel will be flagged and all that other bullshit. I don't like to censor myself. I feel like the way I talk is the way I talk. I am who I am. Accept me who I am. With my actions, my flaws, and all, because I'm going to accept you as such. And if you do something that's going to piss me off, I'm going to let you know. Well, I'll do the best that I can to let you know in my way, in what's comfortable, and what's uncomfortable for me sometimes. I try to, not all the time, even though I'm working on being uncomfortable a lot more than I am comfortable. But it's still a fucking work in progress. Oh, I thought we just went black. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I've been trying not to censor myself, and it's really just like... Even with, like, guys, like, you know, from listening to me here, you know, you might think I'm, like, a real stone-cold hard-ass. But, like, yeah, I can be, and then I can't be. If I like you, it's a whole, like, it's, I get mushy, bitch. When I like you, I get mushy and I get soft. Like, but if I don't, it is no. You get, like, the, rah, you get what I'm saying? You'll just be, like, and to some guys, that's a fucking turn on, which I don't get. Like, you can't be mean. I don't like when guys be mean to me. Don't be mean to me. If you're mean to me, and like, if I like you and you're mean to me, it's definitely not going to happen. I'm not going to chase you. That's one thing I'm not doing. I'm not a track runner. I don't have asthma, but I smoke mad weed, so I'm not chasing you. But the next topic <laughs> from Censor, from not Censor, co-star, the co-star read, because that's what I'm guessing we're going to call it the co-star read, because co-star be reading the girls. But they had, it was a question. And it said, do you see, sorry, do you set people up to disappoint you? And, huh. To be honest, I didn't even see this when it came through on my phone. I seen it when I was going through it um, today. And I'm like, wow. Do I say, I'm not wow, like, because I'm not saying it's 100% true. But... Like I said, when I like you, I turn into a soft ass. Like, I turn pussy. I'm mushy, you know? If I like you, I have soft spots. I'm not going to say I'm just completely soft because I'm not. But if I like you, I have certain soft spots. And if you're around long enough, you, you'll learn how to press them, which I'm learning how to change. But I feel like I do because I trust really easily. And I feel like... If you meet me, you might, uh, like, if you see me, I, you might just think I'm really quiet. If you catch me by myself or something, without any alcohol, just chilling, just really cool, calm and mellow, chill, you know? But, you know, if I'm with someone that I'm really comfortable with, 
like DW, I'm going to like you're going to you're going to see that out that outburst personality. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm around people that I'm comfortable with, I'm able to break out of that. And if I have alcohol in my system, I'm good anywhere. <laughs> but other than that, a bitch is today self. But I realize that I do sometimes set myself up for people to, to disappoint me because I set the only way you can be disappointed is if you have expectations, I believe. So I feel like I have, as much as I try not to expect things from people, either relationships or platonic friendships, like lover relationships or platonic like friendships, um, I don't differentiate. I don't. I don't separate the. T- I don't separate how like, I don't consciously. I try not to. I'm sorry. I'm fucking up what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I try not to have like expectations from people, but that doesn't stop my subconscious mind from expecting this person to act this way because they said this, 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 and that, and the third. Which I realized, I was like, oh shit. And another thing that I also realized is like, as much as I try to act like I don't have an ego and like my ego is not inflated and nothing like that and I'm not self-centered, I realized that I do have a lot of self-centered, self-sabotaging type of ways, even though we wasn't talking about self-sabotage, but I feel like sometimes I do self-sabotage myself because... I let people disappoint me because I have these unspoken expectations of them. And because I'm so open and trusting with people that I feel comfortable with and that I connect with energy wise or just like, you know, I might just, you know, I might just be fine. And I'm just like, you can get it. <laughs> but other than that, I'm just like, mm, I'm really standoffish. And. <laughs> Which is random, poise, ran- even though I'm done with what I'm saying, random as fuck. When I started, when I started a lot of jobs, well, not a lot of jobs, because I've been at this job for about to be, th- I feel like three years, I hope not. Oh my, yeah, it's going to be three years, I believe, in August. But before I started, when I started this job, I'm working now, and a job before that, and a few other jobs, all my other jobs, a lot of people didn't know I was gay. And of course, here we go. Y'all probably think I'm me bra- bragging about my masculine privilege and just be like flaunting it and throwing it around but like i came to the assumption today not today but like last week and like i'm really standing into it standing in it and this is boy i follow on twitter he changed his name to um fem top and i would just say yes i'm here for that because that's what i realized that's what i am like as much as i try not try to like differentiate like to like, why the fuck i keep wanting to use that word differentiate but as much as i try to like step back from like well as when y- younger me tried to like step back from my femininity now I'm starting to run towards it because I'm starting to embrace it a lot more. But I'm just I'm being helped in a process, you know, by the the media. The media is helping to help me with that now because as representation matters, and that's all I can say about representation matters because as from beginning first episode, I believe, you know, I just spoke about like the whole empowerment of like just of black women and of women of period and people that don't benefit from the privilege of being a white male in America, to be honest. Like, anyone else that's not a white man in America, you're, in some way, you're being fucked over in this country. So, it's just like, this world. But, um, it's, it's hard. And representation matters. So, I say all that to say, I was watching Pose, and, you know, Pose and come on, 
the weekend of Pride or the week before Pride or week after Pride, which I'm kind of excited. I'm glad that they didn't, but I'm kind of mad they didn't. It don't matter if they did, what they did, but I kind of realized why. Well, I don't know what happened, but it made sense. Like, okay, I see. This was a heavy episode. I'm glad you kind of like, wait, because it was really heavy. Like, watching Pose, the last episode, I believe it was episode four or episode three, whatever episode, um, whew, they had the funeral for Candy that she died. She was killed. And they don't know how she, they don't explain how she was killed. But they do explain it, but they don't explain it. Because some people, somebody that's seen it, they didn't understand why it was killed. And they knew something about it. And why she was killed. And, um, you know, she was escorting from what this show showed me. She was escorting and it was a date go wrong. And they killed her. And left her in the closet. And they've been looking for her just to sum it up. And it's just like. Every scene, like, at first, everybody was, I didn't know that she had died until I seen it on Twitter. Somebody was like, rest in peace, Candy. I'm like, girl, why would y'all tell me she died? So now I'm figuring, I already figured out kind of what happened because we kind of already understand how trans people are treated in this community, which is fucking disgusting. So just watching, watching that episode had me crying the whole episode. Like, every time that they had those moments with Candy, when she would come and she would talk to them after, like, at the funeral, and it was just like... It did something to me because it's like I'm not a trans person. I don't I'm not I don't identify as trans. Like I said, I'm just now understanding my you know my feminine ways and accept not understanding accepting my feminine ways and embracing not even accepting embracing it. Cause I always accepted it, but I never embraced it. I always would suppress it, and now I'm I'm embracing it, and it's fucking liberating as fuck to see like a show show that you get what I'm saying. And what really broke me down, really, I had to pause and really had to stop, is because when, um, whatever his fucking name, I can never remember his name from the show, but Billy Porter was talking to Candy, and she was just like, yeah, you gonna miss me when I'm going, some shit like that, and she was just like, but the saddest part is you, you never, like, what's up when I was alive, like, why you treated me, like, why you did me like that, like, and he was just like, because you was loud. And you was, and you, you was everything that I tried to suppress and tried to, like, get rid of my get rid of myself that I hated basically seeing in myself is how I interpret it. It's just, like, everything that I've seen in you was a part of me that I tried to get rid of that I could not get rid of. And seeing you be so confident, seeing you be so brave in who you are and standing in who you are is fucking... It's scary when you're not trying to accept that and live in that and walk in that and just trying to fight it and live by society standards. This shit is hard. So... Hearing him say that, that shit hurt, hit me. And it hurt me in a way because it's like, too, because it's just like, damn, like, I feel that. Because it's been like, it's been like feminine guys that I've been friends with. I have a lot of feminine friends, but some friends, I, some I would just like, just like, I can't do it. I can't be your friend. And to be honest, it's because of that. It's because of seeing how you're able to carry yourself through this world and still just be you and not have that burden on your back. Or maybe you do and you don't show it. And that's, and that's what that's what makes me proud of seeing. Not made, what made me proud is what made me scared of seeing. Made me afraid of seeing when seeing when I see that. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, wow, like wow, you just unlocked some shit. Oh my god. But yeah, um, I ain't with the shit. So, so I really beat a bitch up nowadays. Like for real. Like I really would beat a bitch up because I'm not doing it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like. I'm like. It's more and more as I get older, and as more and more as I get older. But as I'm growing and evolving, 
I'm learning to stand up for my trans brothers and sisters. Like, just, and like I said, I'm, if I have this masculine privilege or whatever the fuck y'all want to call it, whatever, I'm going to keep calling it because I'm, I guess I'm going to be coining this term. But I'm just, listen, if I can help, I'm going to help, and you're not going to do that. So anytime someone uses the T word around me, I try my best to be like, girl, you can't use that word and don't say that word. This is the correct term, and transgender is the correct term, and woman or men, and that's that like that's you don't use that word around me that's like if you're around a, a caucasian person you know and they're just screaming nigger and you're like bitch watch your fucking mouth you don't get to exactly you don't get to say that so you don't get to say that because that's a term that exactly we're taking that power back because trans people can call each other that but not gay people you get what i'm saying it's, it's certain levels to it just like how some people feel spit feel a way about spanish people saying the word nigger it's like gay people using the T-word. That's how I kind of like see it, like gay people using the T-word. So I choose not to use it. And if I do use it, my bad. I apologize and I'll check myself on it because I'm still trying to break out of that because, you know, we all are a learning experience. So you can't fault everybody for too much. But let me get off my motherfucking soapbox because I'm going to talk about some shit when we was kids. All right, all my 90s babies, hood babies, you know, that you grew up in the hood, New York City bred, whatever, blah, da, 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 Harlem Nights, Harlem Shake, getting light, toe-wopping, and knee-dropping, and all that on the concrete. So, y'all remember how we used to play tag, manhunt, red light, green light, all that BNG shit, right? So, <laughs> here comes the real bird, because before y'all got, y'all got the pristine, clean version of me, because I was sitting up here very proper and everything. Fuck all that now. And DJ spin that fucking track. But yeah, remember when you used to do, like, dig, dig, dog shit? Do y'all remember put your hand in a bucket where you would make your hand a bucket, basically placing your hands in front of you, making a, a circle, and everybody would put their hands up to like today, elbows or more into the circle that you created with your hands. And you would pull your hands closed. And you would basically hold everybody, like pulling everybody's hands in towards you. Everybody have to pull their hand out. Whoever's last, they would be it. You get what I'm saying? So... That was one, put your hand in the bucket, but it was also another version where you would act like you would spit, when you would, when you would fake spit. So I remember this one time, this one time, I decided to venture out with my friends when I was a hood booger and I thought I was a gangbanger and we running through, you know, just doing our little thing. And we was going to this neighborhood that my mother did hated me going to, but we went to this neighborhood anyway. And, you know, we was chilling with the kids on the block, getting, like, slamming our knees on this concrete with our backpacks and our, because we was team backpacks, so we had backpacks and colored up Adidas. I didn't have Adidas. I had colored Air Force Ones because my mother was not buying me a pair of Adidas to color and dancing, so she was not having it. She said, nigga, you better take them Air Force Ones. Well, she didn't even tell me that. I, I took them and decided to color them because I didn't have Adidas because she wasn't buying Adidas, so, Yeah. And y'all already know, get your blunts and shit. Y'all already hope y'all got all that. So, we up there. We playing this game. We about to play Manhunt. And we go over there and we introduce the, the spitting, the, the fake spitting, the fake spitting thing, right? So, we do it and we play Manhunt. Boom. So, we do it again. And it's some, you know, other kids in the neighborhood, they live there. So, they all playing with us, whatever. So, we just want to play a new game. So, we do the bucket again. Now... We all place our hand in this bucket. This imaginary ass fucking bucket. And the boy, but the boy that was the, the bucket, he did the spit thing, right? 
But instead of him like fake spitting, homeboy hoagie spit. But he didn't just hoagie spit. He like, like from the deep, the depth of this nigga's soul, he spit up last week's phlegm. On to, <laughs> one of my friend's shoe. Mind you, he had a, he had sandals on. I don't know why he playing manhunting sandals, but whatever. He has those chancletas on. And bitch, when I say all hell done broke loose, <laughs> all hell done broke loose. We playing manhunt. Niggas is getting hit with scooters. Niggas is getting hit with fucking mystic bottles. Bags of trash is being thrown. Yes, yes, yes. Trash, garbage is being thrown. After bags are being burst open, cans, cans, bottles, of car, and some rotten milks being tossed at each other at this point. We're on the street. My Jesus, kids fighting with garbage at this point. It's garbage being thrown everywhere. So that's why I just say I don't even play those games with those kids no more. <laughs> I don't really hang out with those kids no more because those kids is really mean. <laughs> but, yo, that shit was hilarious now. But, like, at the time... It was a lot, and that was, like, one of the weirdest. I don't know why I decided to, I decided to say it because I'm going to talk about that game. Like, do you guys remember that game? But that was just, like, one of the times that that game went absolutely wrong, and I don't think we ever played it like that ever again, ever since then, because that was um different. Very, 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 very different. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, what part are we going to talk about now? Because we're, we're moving down the list. Um. So... <laughs> So, y'all got any deal breakers in relationships? Because y'all know I have a lot of hangups, but not hangups, preferences, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but like deal breakers, like things that you're not doing. You, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all already know me and come. That's like an automatic deal breaker. Like not a deal breaker, but like that's the law. Like when we get together, like you need to know. Like that is like that and safe sex is just like just those like that's the law. Like, the law. But, like, you know how, like, in individual states there's different laws. Though That's, like, the national law. I don't know what to actually call it. But that's, like, the national law for, like, every fucking body got to, like, abide by that. Like, there's no cum and there's no raw. Like, <laughs> straight safe and no, you know, no no cum. I'm, I can't do the cums. Can't do the cums. Nasty. But <clears throat> a deal breaker for me, as you yeah, I do know already, we spoke about this as kids. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Because, you know... Some people try to, like, educate me and school me. But you see, one of, ben- one of the benefits of being a gay man is niggas you mean don't got kids. Like, they don't be having kids. So when I do come across my yeah, it sucks because I could be blocking my blessings. But at the end of the day, I don't want to be stepdaddy. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. I don't want to play those games. I don't want those attachments. I don't want those roles. I don't want those titles. So, therefore, suck my cack. I'm not doing it. Moving on. Cigarettes. Surprisingly, I know I can't do it if you smoke cigarettes. We can be friends, you know. I could do with you smoking your cigarette, but to me, being in a relationship with someone who smokes cigarettes, shout out to the niggas that was with me when I was smoking cigarettes. Because y'all some real ass niggas. Like, <laughs> hey, buddy, shout out to all the niggas that stuck out, stuck it through me and stuff. Stuck it through me. Pause. You didn't stick shit through me. <laughs> Shout out to all the niggas who stuck it through with me when I was smoking my cigarettes and I was going through my cigarette addiction. Bitch, it was an addiction, and that is a strong addiction that's hard to kick. So, yeah, shout out to them because, bitch, I can never, like, someone that's addicted to cigarettes, bitch, you act like a crackhead. I can't. You don't get your cigarettes. You want to fight. You don't get your nicotine fix, and I know I had time. You play with my cigarettes. You want to hide my cigarettes. Niggas tried to hide my cigarettes before and thought that shit was going to be funny. 
They, they thought shit was a game. They thought shit was cool. You wanna have my fucking cigarettes? I will bust you in your fucking shit. Stop playing with me. I will break this whole house up. But this is my own house. I'm not fucking playing with you. Where's my cigarettes? So yeah, if you smoke cigarettes, I can't do it. And the smell, like the smell. Now I see why people like cover their nose and be smoking. They be like, uh, uh. Oh, bitch, suck my dick. I ain't care when I was smoking cigarettes. But now I just feel like, oh, oh my God. I don't do all the faces and stuff. But, like, girl, cigarette smoke is just uh, toxic, literally. Can't do it. But, like, distance. So, <laughs> but we're going to talk about distance in a minute. But before we're going to talk about this, we're going to talk about dogs. I'm not, like, kids, dogs, and cigarettes, I'm not doing. You, like, a dog lover. Not even, like, somebody that's, like, oh, I like dogs. Like, okay, that's cute. You like dogs. Cool. But if you got a fucking dog, like, if I'm, like, trying to swipe one, if I'm on Tinder and I go through your pictures and you got a picture of a dog with you in a picture, I'm done, I'll swipe it. Because that means you fuck with dogs. You're taking pictures with you and dogs. That means you really fuck with dogs heavy. I'm not with that because I don't like dogs. Dogs scare me. I feel like they're going to bite my dick off. I had a traumatic experience with one, and I don't like them because they're really close to that lower region, and dogs is weird. I don't like that shit. Like, not into it. <laughs> I don't like dogs. I don't like them. They always just seem, it's always just something weird about it, though. It's just like, something weird behind them niggas' eyes, and I can't fuck with it. So, yeah, you like dogs, leave me alone and ask me out the equation, because I'm not with it. But distance. <laughs> I can't do long-distance relationships. Um, I can't do them. I can't do them. And... <laughs> yeah, I know that lie. <laughs> That's what I don't want to talk about something. I gotta talk about it because I gotta be transparent and dare to be bold. So yeah, dare to be uncomfortable. So um, this is not really a fuckboy chronicles, but we we're gonna call it fuckboy fuckboy chronicles because it's just like it has to deal with a nigga and so like not really like you know fuck shit, but it's something cute and it's really sweet ish, creepy in a way and depressing, but. Maybe it'll help somebody. I don't know. Um, ain't really nothing to really gain from it. But anyway, hey, I just felt like I'm gonna tell it because I like to talk. So <laughs> basically, when I was like really discovering my sexuality, you know, I've lived, I lived, bitch. Imaginary secret, imaginary cigarette, Wendy Williams. You know how she be smoking her fake cig. Yeah. So um, my blunt is so soggy because my hands are so wet. But, you know, finding myself, and you know, with, like, AIM was a thing, and, like, AIM had, like, the gay chat, because, you know, you could join chat rooms if you had a sidekick, you know, the gay chat, you know, BBM, they had, like, the bi, the bi gay, like, BBM train, and they, I think they had groups on BBM, I'm not too sure, I feel like they did, you know, they had Blast, um, what was it, Pings? No, broadcast messages. I believe it was broadcast messages. No, do you know? So it was just like different ways to get in contact with different gays. It was just like shit I was figuring out along the way. So I don't, I do remember. I don't know how I found Moco Space, but I found Moco Space. And I was on Moco Space and I was in this chat room. You kids don't know nothing about chat rooms. Chat rooms used to be the mix up, and you had to be a fast typing ass bitch. You had to pay attention. You had to read because you had to see the ASLs of who you was trying to talk to. And ASLs basically stand for age, sex, and location. Excuse me. Let me drink some of this black tea. The tea is back this week. No more alcohol on the podcast. I apologize for last week, too. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know what I be doing sometimes when I'm doing this. This is all just, like, by a whim. So, 
you know, I'm in the chat room doing the ASLs, you know, meeting people, blah, blah, blah. And I come across this one guy. And, you know, his name, we, we just go call him his first name, Quentin. What's his name? And I came across this his little profile and we started chatting. And we started emailing because we had T-mail at this point and we both had sidekicks. So we was T-mailing each other because you could send emails, I believe, for free back then. Yeah. So we send the emails back and forth and all this other shit. So we ended up chatting like on the phone one night. And I come to find out he lives in Chicago. So we're on the phone, mind you. This is the T-Mobile with, like, you could be on the phone, like, for free after, like, 9 o'clock. You could talk to anybody you want for however long you want until, like, 8 o'clock in the morning the next day. And then your shit was, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Your shit was back till like, you had to pay for it. So I used to be on that phone, eating up that free minute, them free minutes. What? After 9 o'clock? What? Call me at 9 on a dot, my nigga. So, um, then that's when being on the phone, you know, the girls, they like to text nowadays. And I'm not, I'm not one of those kids. I wasn't a texting girl. I was a phone girl. We was on the phone. We was booed up on the phone. Even though we was still on like Facebook and my face and shit, why you on the phone? But it was still mainly the phone. So, <laughs> we on the phone and we just chatting about how we gonna, um, we gonna meet up with each other. How we gonna finesse our families to like come to one of our fates. I'm like, how we gonna sneak away? Mind you, niggas is like 13, 14 years old. Where you sneaking away to? Where you where you going by yourself? You go to if, if my mother actually took me to Chicago or for the shit that I just could act like, let's go to why I wanted to go to Chicago. What the fuck is this Chicago? You're 13. What do you want to go to Chicago for? What's in Chicago? Why Chicago? Out of all places, what made you even think of Chicago? No one asks me these questions, but you know. Now I'm like, bitch, what? What? What about Chicago? What? Now, if you say you want to go to California, I'd be like, okay, you want to go to Miami, like Texas, you know, like major places. Even though Chicago is a major city, whatever, but still, Chicago, right? Who wants to go to Chicago? But anyway, you know, him on the other hand, it would have been beneficial for him. It would have been easier for him to try to come to me, even though this is all the things we're talking about on the phone. It's like, you know, because I live in New York, you know, New York City got Times Square, Statue of Liberty, like, you know. Tell them that you want to come to New York. Like, if you, could, if you come to New York, I definitely know I could finesse and figure it out. Because that's when I was a latchkey kid. And I knew, I'm just like, listen, she, I knew, like, I got the free at this time. We cut school. Like, we was trying to plan this shit down. Mind you, niggas live in totally different states. Mind you, we was, we called each other. We was boyfriends. <laughs> we was in a long-distance relationship. We called each other for days. We was in a relationship for, like, a long-distance relationship for, like, I believe, like, two months, a month. Some shit like that. But we would talk for years. It was for, like, mad long, like, on and off, like, through email, through, like, when, like, um, when, what's it called? BBM came around, like, we had each other pins, then I got a new one, then he got a new one. Just, like, weird shit like that. And we would be, like, always, like, chatting back and forth. And, um, a few years ago, after I had, after, like, a lot of stuff that I was going through a few years ago, like, probably, like, three years ago. Right when I was like 20, yeah, when I was 20, um, I decided, let me type in his name. I was single. I was like, let me type in his name on Instagram. Let me see. Because I remembered his name because his name was very similar. His last name was very similar similar to mine. And we were, we were on the phone keying and arguing about like who won't take who last name. Like that's, you know, young gay shit. You're just on the phone just with your, your long distance boyfriend just talking about who getting married and how y'all, gonna, how y'all wedding going to be and how y'all going to be together forever and who won't take who last name. This is the shit I was talking about like 13, 14 years old on the phone boo loving 
with some nigga, like, I'm talking mad low and quiet. Like, I'm going in, like, I'm making sure nobody is home. Like, I'm talking in colds and shit. I'm making sure I don't say he always referred to hers. Like, <laughs> just that type of, like, fucking trauma. But that was really a key, though. Like, I really didn't, I didn't think of think about it up until that time. So, I was just like, oh, let me see. So, whatever, I go search it up. Nigga. He is still in a closet, bitch. He got a baby. He got a girlfriend. Girl, he got a car. But I remember the time we was on the phone and he was shooting in the background. Like, we was on the phone and they buzzed and shot like, pop, 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 pop. Bra, da, da, da. And we just on the phone. And I'm just like, are those gunshots? He's like, yeah. Like, I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. You living that her life. Like, ah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I searched this little page on Instagram and I couldn't find nothing. I'm... I found his Facebook. I didn't find his Instagram. I found his Facebook. That's how I found that he had a girlfriend because they was married on Facebook. You know, people used to do that with Isha. They were married their actual girlfriends on Facebook. So they was married. And I was like, oh, but she married such this girl. Oh, my God. And, like, I seen the baby. I was just like, oh, my God. You got a baby. So <laughs> me being me, I decided to add him. You know, we was chatting. And then basically he just tried to tell me he wasn't gay no more. <laughs> I don't know how that worked. I guess. I was like, listen... Who am I to tell you that you're not gay? Mind you, I, got his, I still got those dick pics in my email. Yes, I do. Definitely still got them. Still got all the news. Not even just the dick pics. We're not even really going to get into all that. But yeah, that was that was a key. You know, shout out to you. And get, get a little stuff. So that was definitely <laughs> something. Um, I don't know what that was. And what the point of me telling y'all that. But yeah, are y'all going to go see the Lion King? Fe- I mean, y'all going to go see Beyonce featuring the Lion King? <laughs> I said it wrong. But yeah, y'all going to go see Beyonce featuring the Lion King? Because I, I don't know if I want to actually go and spend my money or stream it. I want to spend my money because, you know, Beyonce's in it. You know, Beyonce is the show. And, you know, but another part of me, I don't want to, like, fuck up my childhood. Like, low-key, like, I love Beyonce. Don't get me wrong. Like... But it's something about that live action CGI shit that's just weird to me. Like talking animals, when they've been like real, it's always been mad creepy, very ventriloquismish. Just like I can't get into that. It's really weird to me. It's mad. It's weird. It's just weird to me. I don't get it. It's not for me. But it looks really good and like really done right. But like the whole scene with. Um, Rafiki putting the little, the pomegranate dust or pomegranate juice on Simba's forehead and then lifting him up in Pride Rock versus the, like, the animated version versus, like, the CGI, like, like, it's not the same. It don't bring that same feeling back. So, I'm, knowing me being a cheap bitch that I am, I'm probably going to stream it, honestly and truly, if I like it enough. I'm actually going to pay for it, but, hmm. Even if I actually really like it enough, because I actually did, I forgot what I liked that I actually streamed that I didn't go see. But oh well, that doesn't matter. We're gonna go. We might go see it, but <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't. T- I don't know if I talked to y'all about this app called Be My Eyes. No, I'm not sponsored by them. No, I'm not being paid to say this. But Be My Eyes is basically an app where you can help um, visually, visually, vision impaired people, blind people with daily mundane task so um i only heard about it because this fine the fine ass man from insecure sharonis jackson mm-hmm, that fine ass light skin little tall little tall little this tall beanstalk ass man with like a seven 
float wingspan just like his fine ass like that is a man like god took his time but um i follow him on twitter just because he's really that fine and he does have he actually has a personality that's nothing like the typical average likes to nigga sometimes yeah he does because he was describing his dick on um twitter in a retweet but somebody said he was paying for escorts but he said it was a false actual statement but whatever i don't give a fuck he had retweeted this app called Be My Eyes because somebody else was talking about it. He was like, I think I'm going to download this. I was like, what is this? So I see it and I'm like, oh my God, like I would love to do that. Even though I do it in my job sometimes. Sometimes I really don't be wanting to do it, but I do it because I, bitch, I'm blessed with sight. So bitch, help. So do your job and just be a kind person. You know what I'm saying? So I downloaded this app and I had this app for like three weeks probably or so. And nobody was calling. I'm like, girl, I'm going to delete this app. Because I don't got space on my phone. I'm running around with a 16 gigabyte iPhone 6S. Like, bro, a 6S Plus. What am I doing? What am I doing with my life? I don't even got space to this. What am I doing? But I kept that. So, you know, I'm in the city. I'm about to go home. I think I'm my little stop. And I'm literally about to swipe my Metro card. And I get a call. It's like, be my eyes. It's calling. I'm like, oh, of course. Except. But I saw I don't get on the train. I step to the side. And I'm just like... Hey, what's up? And it was someone looking to set their AC on a timer for 30 minutes. Um, and, you know, it took like 15 minutes to figure it out. Even though I was hot and like we were trying to figure it out and stuff like that because I wasn't actually there to just like restart it and stuff. But like I had to like talk her through it. Like two buttons to your left. Yes, that button is that. And like let her know so she could probably kind of remember in a way, whatever. So, you know, I'm talking to her, to walk her through it and stuff. And we did it, and we got it, and, you know, she was thankful, and I was thankful, like, yeah, uh, it's lit. So, I did that, and I felt, I felt really good, you know, even though I'm really drained, because, like I said, I was being a hot boy last night, and, bitch, I'm fucking drained. <laughs> like, honestly, truly, I don't have no energy. It is late, me recording this. It's gonna be up before 12 o'clock, because I'm a bad bitch, and I'm going to do that. But, yeah, I do. I'm struggling. I'm struggling, and I'm going to be struggling with a lot for a minute because, one, all right, I got a problem with biting my nails. Like, I really want to stop biting my nails. Like, I wanted to stop doing a lot and start doing it. You know, I'm trying to incorporate a lot. I'm trying to cut out old habits and incorporate new ones. So, yeah, I definitely want to cut out biting my nails because I just, I can't. But something I've seen, well, did y'all see Love and Hip Hop? Not Love and Hip Hop. Grown Up Hip Hop? I don't know if anybody watched that. But, girl, I was watching it. <clears throat> I don't know what episode this was, but it was the, the last episode, episode three or episode four, and Deb was on the episode, and she put up her phone. She was talking to, um, what's this bitch name? Excuse me. She's a legend, according to, like, the old heads, the brat. Um, yeah, I saw the brat, and she was, it was her and the brat, and he was talking, and Hunter Brad got an argument because she wanted to bring R. Kelly's baby mother into, like, they little boot camp shit, which I don't really understand the point of the boot camp, even though I get it. But the girls are trying to get back on, but I still don't get it because the people they're choosing, it, just, it don't make no sense. But anyway, um, it looked like she had Jack on her phone, allegedly. I ain't, I ain't here to start no rumors, but I was just looking. I was like, that looks like Jack. Like, I know I can't be the only gay who went, be looking at people's phones to see if they be having the sights on their phones. <laughs> like, Jack and Grinding specifically. Like, I know I'm not the only person. You ever just look back? You ever be seeing, like, some fine-ass nigga? He got his phone all open, so you look when he go to his home screen to see if you see an app. Just to see. Just to, it's a little bit of hope in your eyes, because then you might decide to be a bold bitch and pull up. Yeah. 
I be having those moments too, but I'm just like, bitch, why Deb got it? But you know, the girls live in Atlanta, and girls like always knowing the tea. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like she probably do got the app. She probably be on and just looking to see. Mm-hmm. You two, who's 0.2 miles? I live in this big ass house. It's me by myself, me and my son, my husband. Who on jacked in this bitch? Mm-hmm. There you go. Got him, girl. <laughs> but nah. Um, so yeah, my sisters out there, if you think your man is gay, you think you got men out here creeping with the men's and all the stuff, download the apps. And if they in your time and if they in your space, you know, you could go to certain locations on certain apps like Jack and see who's actually loaded up in that area. So, yeah, you can go and see what they have. They send anything and find out what you find out. But don't say I sent you. Um, yeah. So who getting their flowers? Who getting their flowers? Who getting a flat 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 for the spot it's i just don't know i 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 don't know oh i don't know because all three of these people well the second person i don't really know her like that but the first person put me on to her so you know we just gonna go with number three we'll talk about number one and two next week how about that yeah we'll do that so we already got next week's what is called wgtf yeah, who getting their flowers here? Yeah, on the next WGTF, we're going to talk about one and two that I can't see. We're going to talk about them and give them their motherfucking flowers. But this week, we're going to talk about number three. Number three is actually number one because she's been number one with me for a minute. Because, you know, this woman has brought me through. She's gotten me through a lot. Like, honestly, truly. Like, she's been through a lot. And... I don't know. Like, when she first came out, I was just like, when she was coming out, she was, like, popping around. And, you know, the things you see in the media, you're just like, mm, I don't really know about you, girl. Like, but I don't know. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like this person has came a long way. Honestly and truly, like, a long fucking way. And growth and, like, personal growth. And she, she, she radiates, radiates a type of energy that I wish that I could only, like, conjure up. Like, honestly. Um, wow, this is hard for me to, like, really get her together because it's, like, not hard for me to get, I guess, because it's just like, yo, if I really think about it, like, this girl, I've been listening to this girl since not that long, 2015, but, um, that's when I decided to actually, like, really, like, get in and see what, like, like, she, like, what she's really about, and I keep saying she, and I'm not gonna say her name yet, because, uh, I don't know, I wanna, I'm trying to pull up, I'm lying, I'm over here trying to pull up her billboard history, just so I can hit y'all with some, some, um, uh, a, little, a few, a little, a little bit of her chart history before we get into the stuff. I should actually already had this pulled up, but I didn't know who I was gonna pick, so we might run a little overtime. But it's all right. That's my shit. Um, girl, computer all the way over here. I'm doing this with my left hand. So yeah, 
this person has been with me since I've been with me, but I've been listening to this person since 2015, and their music has always been, you know, just looking for myself, finding my finding myself, accepting my faults, accepting the things I can't change, trying to work through the, you know, go with the everyday push. I feel like that's what a lot of R&B singers, that's their, like, thing. But, like, I feel like she's really branded this and really took it to, like, a whole new level because we're, we're talking about Kalani, the Kalani. Um, Kalani's getting her motherfucking flowers this week. Yeah, bitch. I'm sorry. I drag it out. I drug it out that long. But, yeah, bitch, Kalani getting her motherfucking flowers because... Not only is she a mother, a woman, a singer, sometimes a rapper, she's just, she's also a part of the LGBTQIA plus community umbrella. Um, you know, I just, I stand greatness. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, um, the first time I actually heard Kalani, it was a bad performance. Like, actually, like, what made me like, it was actually a bad performance, but I liked the song. It was a live performance, and the audio was terrible. Like, it was in this club. The audio was terrible. Like, her dances was off. Like, her look wasn't all the way together. And this is when Kalani was on. Like, she was on her rise. This is before, like, the You Should Be Here album that I started listening to. Um, it was one of her stuff. I don't know what song it was. I think it was Distractions. One of them, it was one of them songs. I don't know. Um... Distraction is not even on that album. No, it's not. But whatever one, I don't remember what song it was. <clears throat> but yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. But I seen the hum, the patch. I'm like, girl, let me see. I, I heard everybody, like, we already heard about everything that happened with her in the news with her and these niggas and these dumbass niggas in these streets and shit like that. And just going through life's, you know, life's hurdles. So I'm like, mm, I'll give her a try. Let me see, eventually figure it out. But yo, she is to me, like, you know, people have, they like, you know, Beyonce's Beyonce. You know, Beyonce definitely helped me through a lot of stuff. You know, Brandy. You know, there's a few R&B girls. But, like, out of, like, the up-and-coming girls, like, besides SZA and, like, SZA and, like, who's the, any new girl that I really, like, really be singing? Like, you know, Summer Walker is cute. She's not really, really my girl like that, even though I like what she does. But... I'm trying to really think of a new girl that be singing, like, that really sing, like, and I'm talking about that could sing live also. I'm not talking about, like, a studio artist. I'm talking about, like, an artist artist, like, a bitch that's, like, singing, not no Beyonce, no Ashanti, girl, damn sure ain't nobody fucking Sierra, because, girl, who says Sierra could really sing? Because somebody said it, and I agree with them. Y'all let Sierra slide. Y'all let that bitch slide with, um... That flat-ass note song that she got out. I forgot the name of the song. Anyway, all her songs is trash now. But anyway, back to Kalani and her greatness. We love Ciara also. Ciara is also a beautiful black woman with a beautiful family. And she's doing her thing. And she found her way to happiness. And shout-out to fucking you. But I'm over here still single trying to figure it out. And you won't tell us the prayer. And I said the prayer that I read on Google. And I attracted a light-skinned demon. So, yeah, fuck you, Ciara. Because that's what happened. You didn't want to drop the poem. That's what happened. That's why we had this beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the prayer, not the poem. But, yeah, Kalani is that girl. Um, in her last project, oh, my God, her EP, but she don't want to say it's an album. But, yo, that fucking shit, yo. When I say that, I didn't even know who Six Slack, nobody's fucking Six Black, whatever the fuck this nigga name is. 
a black I don't know I didn't know who he was but that album like butterflies just morning glory just love language like love language uh, have you figured out your love language I remember mine I don't I forgot what type of personality type I am next week I'll have a lash just sorted out for you hold on got mad spit in my mouth so yeah um, Kalani's really that girl so if you don't listen to Kalani go and listen to her like for real like she has She's been on top 40 three times, mainstream top 40, with Down, Done For Me, Faking It, and Good Life. Um, I don't know none of those songs. But, what about Hot 100? Anything for her Hot 100? So she got anything there? Yeah, her Hot 100. You know, she got a ring. She got Gangsta. I don't know what that says. Um, I do know Gangsta. I'm lying. Done for me. I don't know. Good life. I don't know that. But nights like this. Um, wow, this is actually depressing. No, it's not. We got crazy distraction and faking it. it was in hot one hundred. So, you know, she has she sees the charge. She's a, she sees the charge. She's not one of those girls. We we know the client sees the charge. We know of her. We know what she does. We know her impact. And um, I don't know if I can actually say this. I don't know if this is alleged. I don't know if. Whatever, but her baby father is bisexual. He's actually on Tinder. Um, I swipe right, bitch. I'm trying to collect that bag. Nah, I don't want to collect that. I think he's actually yes. You know, I have a type. He fits that type. And you know, I was just like, hey, I got him on Instagram, but I'm like, bro, I'm just not. Like I said, if anything happened on Tinder, I'm not doing it nowhere else. I'm not shooting a shot in nobody's DMs. I because I don't like um rejection. So. I ain't doing it. And go listen to something from Kalani for me, please. Thank you. But make sure you rate and comment and subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. <laughs> Do that for me. This tea is lukewarm as a motherfucker, so that means this fucking green juice is hot. Oh, no, it's not. It's so cold. It's in glass. But I don't know. Um, is there anything else that we mentioned? Oh, since we was talking about Tinder. Also, like, I'm dating on Tinder, but I'm also, like, looking for friends. And, like, my life is just so fucking depressing. Because, like, it's come to the point where I don't want to make friends through my friends. Like, you know, I, I, I realize everyone's not like me. Everyone doesn't have, like, the same amount of home training and, like, etiquette that I have. You know, everyone can't just be a well-rounded individual that, like, I, like me. You know what I'm saying? And I have to stop expecting those standards from people. And, you know, when I'm with a friend and, you know, we run into someone I know or someone, you know, because you are with me and I know when I go out, I don't like to be that weird. You know, when they talking to their friend or something, even if I don't give a fuck or I don't like your friend or I, not even I don't like your friend, I don't know your friend. Or, you know, I just seen them around. We've never actually chilled with this person, nothing. You know what I'm saying? And you see that, or you just, you just realize you're only talking to them. You're like, oh, this person's with me. Oh, shit. Like, no. You introduce them. Even if you, you know, they don't, you know, they don't. Hi, this is my friend Eli. This is so and so. So and so. This is Eli. You, I think I said that. Anyway, you get what I'm saying? You do that. But, yeah. I'm just trying to make my own friends now. So, through my own connection, just basically make my own friends. So, not through friends, through friends. I'm just trying to make my own friends. It's just going 
create my own individual relationships with people. How I used to do when I was a child. When I was not a child. When I was younger, when I wasn't, it's guarded. So, like I said, last episode, I was open on Tinder. Like I said, if you want to take me out and stuff like that. But, you know, hit me up on Instagram, stuff like friends and shit like that. And Twitter. Because I'm trying to Tinder thing, right? So, boom. Instagram and Twitter is weird because it's like, you know, people be trying to, like, they be trying to do the same stuff they be doing on the sites and everywhere else and just like, it's weird. They be trying to like hook up on Tinder, like it's like jacked or grinder. And it's like, girl, nobody's doing that. You ain't got no face pictures. Like, I'm not even swiping right when you bitch. I can't even see what you look like. We're not playing that game over here. Wrong app. But <laughs> everything um, is going gravy in the dating boat for me. Like, it's going with it is what it is. I understand that I'm a bad bitch. Like, you're a bad bitch. I am that nigga. Like, you're that nigga. And we just out here in these streets just being great. And whoever my husband is, I hope you done fucking with that dumbass nigga. Like, are you done with him? Are you with him yet? Are you, yeah, like, what's going on? Like, what's still the chest situation? Because I'm getting bored. Um, My hot girl summer is, like, really coming to an end. <laughs> Because I need to focus. And I keep screaming I need to focus, but I really do. But, yeah. I'm looking for friends on Tinder. That's how really depressing my life has gotten at this point. Like, <laughs> I'm just desperate for this. No, I'm not desperate. I, but it, it is, it is kind of depressing. <laughs> but it is, it's okay. Because, you know, it's all going to be worth it in the end. But, yeah. I ain't going to hold y'all too long. But you already went over a little bit or whatever. The fuck is all these niggas' cars and... Are they trying to mow the lawn in the backyard? At like, what time is it? None. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm just gonna end this out right here because they're carrying it out there. So yeah, thank you for the fuel and the fires on mines. My name is Elijah Quinn, and I will talk to you hoes next time. Okay. Goodbye. Have a great night. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. Just make sure that you are living your best life because, bitch, you only get one. Everything is one. Everything is connected. And, you know, no way say that. We always, when we all connected, because it is. It's a, it's a revolving circle. Like, life is a fucking circle. Like, Beyonce says, circle of life. Like, is she going to sing circle of life? I would hope so. It would make sense if she did. Like, bitch, she's fucking singing the whole fucking... I would hope she's singing everything. And who decided to choose sidebar? I know. Y'all leave. You're about to leave. But who the fuck chose... Um, Wow, that's a lot. Who the fuck chose Donald Glover to be Simba? I did not... No, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. I might sound like a hater. You know, I'm trying to, like, uplift the people them. But that, I don't get. I, I don't. I don't. Trust me. I don't. I don't get. Donald Glover as Simba, that's just, like, a bad choice. Like, not a bad choice, but, like, Donald Glover, like... But before we leave, I just want to give a little shout-out before everybody go real quick, real quick, real quick. Shout-out to Poland. Shout-out to Mexico. Shout-out to the UK. Shout-out to Canada. Shout-out to Russia. Shout-out to India. Shout-out to Belgium. Shout-out to Germany. Shout-out to Italy. Shout-out Australia. Shout-out Austria. Shout-out Antigua and Barbuda. Babura, <laughs> Babura, Ireland, um, shout out to the Philippines, shout out to Switzerland, shout out to the Ukraine, not the Ukraine, but Ukraine, shout out to South Africa and Indonesia, shout out to y'all out there listening to my little stupid, loud, ghetto, ratchet, gay ass, but you know what, shout out to fucking y'all for tuning in every fucking week for listening to me and my fuck shit, so yeah, I'm off this, bye, thank you, au revoir.